The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Welcome to the Good Guys podcast. We have an illustrious guest here. We had the first half of her, her Ben, some might say, last week, Paige, Paige DeSorbo. And now we have the one and only comedian, which I hate that term, just comic, comedian, <laughs> hilarious person, <laughs> Hannah Burner. <laughs> Hannah Burner, welcome to Good Guys. No, How I are you? That was an incredible intro. I appreciate yeah. that, Josh. Should there have been anything else added? Like, how do you describe yourself? Oh, we're going there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that's What are your like, pronouns? That's like a first date when someone's like, so what do you like to do? And yeah. you just blank out and you're yeah. like, what do I do with my hands? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. But no, I just like to make silly jokes and try to run from my own thoughts. That's pretty much all Same I do. Same here. Okay, Same. cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people are always like, oh, you had a great guest. Like it would have been great if you introed them. Like I think everybody knows who you are, but just think- in case they don't, because we reach such like a mass audience. Like, I don't know if you know, this is like top five podcasts. No, ever. I do have to say good guys. I love your clips. Yeah. I mean, you guys are crushing the game. Yeah. Yeah. And Thank I you. appreciate that. I support men in the arts. Yeah, yeah. I do. We are men in the arts, yes. Josh. Finally, <laughs> someone getting behind cisgender white men. Finally. <laughs> We're artistic well, men. I like to build you up and then I'll break you down. Yeah, good. I'm excited for We're you. We're going on an emotional roller coaster together. I would, yeah. love, I, I would like to ask, because I do have strong feelings about it. What is a great first date? Like to you guys, <gasps> what, what do you think is the best location approach to a first date? That's a good question. I hate when it's too much activity. Mm. Like, I don't want to also feel like I have to like walk or like, in like watch something. Like, I just want to eat and interact with someone and still, and see if we vibe. Like, you know, when they're like, oh, go to a movie. And I'm like, are you just going to try to finger me awkwardly on the side of my leg the whole time? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I haven't been, I haven't been on a date in like a decade. I know, but like yeah. all that I was trying to do when I was dating at 20 was like, yeah, like, let me just like see a glimpse of something like, just, like, a any, quarter and, like, and, like anything, like a fir- great first date for me. Just let me get a great smooch. Like back then, if I had no smooch, that was a terrible thing. The date. fact that you said smooch makes me feel like you don't know how to kiss. No, no, I, 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 <laughs> we, we use smooch, we use canoodle. Our moms watch the show. We we try to keep it very Oh, PG. sorry, I already made a fingering joke. No, no, it's fine. No, we it's do cool. It Our moms have been fingered. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> they have. They have. Confirmed. I thought that moms just have sex like the amount of times they have the children. And there's no foreplay. Yeah, no. <sighs> there, I think, unfortunately, <laughs> there is. We're moving on. People don't talk about it that enough because as a woman with a vibrator, you can't just leave it out like a succulent. Like, you no. have to... So I would hide it for myself, and then the wrong person always finds it. Like, they're like, oh, can I borrow these Nike shoes? Why is there a rabbit in your Nike <laughs> shoes? Or once I, I went to a vintage store, and I was trying to give a purse, like, to see if they wanted to buy it, and they were like, oh, we don't want this. And I'm like, this is a cool purse. And inside was just like a huge pink dildo. No. Because <laughs> I, I, you hide it and I forget where I put it. I don't have like a whole drawer of like sex toys. You, you I'm not you don't that have organized. Like a side table, like a nightstand? 
I have, look, don't, this is New York City. We're all struggling here. <laughs> I don't have a drawer in my nightstand. Okay. okay. You don't have to brag about you and Claude's way, new place. You know, it's pretty crazy. Your fucking nightstands. We, we just accidentally bought nightstands without drawers. It happened. And all I have to say is, what are you nuts? What's the <laughs> point? What's the point of a nightstand without a drawer? No, it shows my, it, my nightstand is like my Invisalign that I haven't used for seven days. Yeah. And then like books that I'm not reading some diary that I started with one sad sentence and then was like a lamp. Do you have a lamp on the nightstand? Yes. Or like a reading lamp that I don't use. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And then just like change. Can you imagine though, like the naming, like the naming meeting for vibrators at like the marketing <laughs> company, like, like they're giving out animals or like, maybe we call it like the badger and they're like, no, 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 no. Like we got to go small, cute animal, like rabbit only. <laughs> And all I have to say is these companies have cash. They have cash, these mm -hmm. vibrating companies. Like, oh, I yeah. feel like they're Adam just like Eve. throwing Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. Balesa. Mm -hmm. If I see another Balesa ad mm -hmm. for my own wife. Mm -hmm. But there is. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Claudia. She's get, like, this get home back. was paid for by Balesa. I actually, one of the first ever deals I ever did as an influencer was with the vibrators. Adam and Eve. With Balesa. With Balesa. Because I think they were like, oh, this comedian silly girl will do it because some of the like high-end girls mm -hmm. wouldn't. And then my family members were like, so Hannah's doing dildo ads on, on Instagram. Is she okay? <laughs> and I'm like, it's sexual wellness, okay? <laughs> and also the more you orgasm, the less chance you have of like being mean. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Let's and just start just in that case rumor it here. Like or, more <laughs> orgasms lead to less Alzheimer's. Let's just say it. Let's try <laughs> Josh, you could be completely right because no one's ever done research on female orgasms. So like it could they're a be yeah. Cause they're a myth. <laughs> I think female orgasms might be a conspiracy theory. Like, are those even real? Has anyone experienced one? But you know that's what? like one of the that's one of those classic things though that like we haven't researched this thing about women because men are the worst. Like, why can't why can't you do it? Why can't you we were why raising you children? We were raising your children. Why can't you fund it? Why can't you bring in a pool of money, go to a school, and start the test? Because women weren't allowed to have credit cards until 40 years ago. Great. It, you've had 40 years. Is that a true stat? I mean, it sounds it good. It sounded good. It sounded good. <laughs> but there is it sounded a, good. there's like a double standard because, uh, so there's a sex toy double standard, right? Because if a girl has a vibrator, it's like, you know, normal, healthy, great. Like if a True. man has any True. sex toy, they're a fucking creep. No. Call <laughs> no. the police. And same thing with like, same thing with making out. Like my buddy Ian Finance has a joke where he goes, if girls make out, it's cute. If I make out with Ben, we're not friends anymore. Like... <laughs> That's I actually love Ian. Shout out Ian. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> that quirky motherfucker. I also was, I asked guys in my like man on the street videos, do you think women have ever faked an orgasm with you? And I want to know what you guys think. No, no, I don't. My wife is very, very direct. <laughs> True. My wife is True. very direct. If, if I, I think it takes a very, very <laughs> like respectful is the wrong word because Claudia couldn't be more respectful. It takes a very, it takes a big pussy. People please. The girl her. needs to be a huge pussy. But sometimes it's not even the pussy. It's like No, it's like, don't you want it? If you want it, then you need to tell me. But it's that like I six minutes it. in and like you're like, you know what? I didn't even really want to do this tonight. And like, let's, let's wrap it up. But I, I want wait, him to feel minutes. good. Six minutes, I'm asleep. Three minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
Ben's quite the lover. You're like, oh, I need to check my email. And you're just like, ah. And then everyone's happy. And you don't have to be like, oh, you don't have to strategize. You don't like sometimes you're not in the mood, but he's in the mood. Yeah. And you want to make him feel a little good. But also, like, I don't think I should be fake orgasmic. Josh, what about you? You've been very quiet. Well, I will counter with that I have faked an orgasm before. <laughs> so iconic. Welcome to iconic. my life. A feminist How? icon. How? Yeah. I just was like, oh, and I just quickly turned around and like, I was like, I better go clean, clean up, <laughs> clean up on aisle what, me. What, what did she, what did she do to you? <laughs> she was mean. She wasn't nice. Ah, it was like not ah, fun. Like halfway through, ah. I was just like, nah. And she, oh, was? she revealed herself once the act was, was we were in process. Oh, after the first date. And yeah, how she soon was, after? Did you- like halfway, halfway through, she was like, you know, you Jews are all the same. I was like, whoa. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but and how soon be- after did you propose? Uh, how dare you? <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> Wait, but or was she mean because you didn't give her an orgasm? I mean, we both, we certainly both were not having orgasms and it was early Mm -hmm. on in the process. But Mm -hmm. to echo Ben's point, I have asked my wife this before and I actually (laughs) just think she's so not interested in making me feel good about myself that she wouldn't (laughs) fake it. Like one in 10 times, maybe one in 20 times, even now, my wife would be like, I don't think it's going to happen tonight. And I'll be like, okay, we gave it a try. We'll we'll stay married. Yeah, and and like you, you'd rather get a good tip. No, like, you're right. So, so that for in the future, you're talking again to two very monogamous. It's very. Wait, different. do you realize we're all married here? Yes, yeah. we are. I don't yeah. know the last time I've been a, a bunch of just old maids. Yeah, us three. Yeah, we're old maids. You're not, but, but we're young at we're you're young at heart. Yes, yes. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Folks, I absolutely love Squarespace. Any idea that comes into your head, everybody loves to say, oh, I have a great idea. So take that idea and make it a website. It's not a real business until it's a website. You need to be able to see it, to visualize it, to see if it's really proof of concept. Is the proof in the pudding? And Squarespace lets you do that. With Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Merch, folks, merch, good guys merch, Squarespace. Custom merch, easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products, and production, inventory, and shipping. It's all handled for you, saving you time and money. One recommendation, I'd make sure that the merch is good. Nobody wants to buy crap merch. Make great merch. Your online store, sell your products in an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, 
Go to squarespace.com slash good guys to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash good guys to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code good guys. Anna, are you a little private with your marriage? Because I feel like I don't see it on your profile a lot, but uh, maybe... I don't know if well, I show know, it a lot. So I do have a podcast with my husband. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> no, no, no. But big you're fan. right. In I'm terms a big of fan. Like, no, when no, creating like your t- funny your TikTok, con- for example. Yeah, like yeah. TikTok, he's not on. He's another comic. So like we love creating content together. But I think because we did reality TV for a second together in the past, mm. we felt a little like used. So it's like we don't like to use our relationship just for like gossip and likes yeah we like to use it when we're just putting out good content he's not as into the tiktok stuff like he likes posting the stand-up or like podcasting so he'll talk an hour on podcast with me but like if i'm like hey do you want to make the stupid tiktok video he's like i'm good and like i respect it yeah yeah i respect him having boundaries it's kind of hot polar opposites though like if claudia is like getting my tiktok i'm like oh my god yes yes <laughs> like, reach i've made reach <laughs> <laughs> no, I think if, if Des was like that, he'd be in every TikTok. Like, I do love creating with him. Yeah. But I think he comes from, like, an older school mentality of, like, let's focus on writing the good jokes. And I recently saw a hilarious clip of his that popped up on my, I guess it wasn't for you feed if it wasn't TikTok, I guess. Well, like he on does Instagram. post on TikTok. I so, got him to. It was, it was something about... Uh, him I'm growing totally up in China or China. Yes. Yes. Great Wait, bit. I was going to say, bit. Great, guys, great bit. You guys great have bit. to watch it. his special. It just came out on YouTube. Just not to yeah. support my husband. Yeah. But I feel like you guys have similar sense of humor as him. Okay. Great. And you would enjoy it. Yeah. He randomly speaks Mandarin and he's like very smart. And that's honestly the biggest issue in our relationship is I can't <laughs> trick him. <laughs> like he like wins arguments. It's it's a very weird dynamic. Wow. Like I like respect his mind. So like. Wow. The only time I win an argument is because he's older, so he'll get tired. Like, he'll be like, you know, yeah, it's fucking 8 p.m. Like, I'm good. Like, whatever you want. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) I need to go on TikTok. Did you always imagine you'd marry marry an older guy? Great question. No. I had a psychic reach out to me during COVID. Things were dark. We were scared. I was talking to psychics. (laughs) And (laughs) she goes, you're going to be with someone who's not your type. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, is he... Sure. Like what's, I don't know. <laughs> this is back then. Now I, now I like all heights, not for me, but like sure. I, I support all heights. Sure. I'm not height. I'm a little, anyway, <laughs> but I was like, what do you mean? And then she was like, yeah, he's walking towards you. And I'm like, that's weird. I'm on Long Island. So there's like water, but he during COVID was in Ireland. And then he flew to Long Island during COVID and saw that I was out East and we met. And then I was like, oh, this old man is the one. Cause I've never been with an older guy. Like I've been with a guy, like he was like 35 and I was 27. And that was like, but Des was the first ever, I'm not like a girl who has like a, I'm not into, I wasn't into teachers growing up. I wasn't into zaddies. I liked a guys my age. Do you ever sure. think that psychics just like take like family members of theirs and like put them in situations that they can be right? Like maybe it was like the psychic's daughter or so, the psychic's so, son. Like, oh, you're going to meet this older guy. Oh, Jerry, she's so she's Des in my office now. doesn't believe any of the psychic stuff. And I, I don't not not, but like, I'm not going to, if someone tells me something, I'm going to be like, let's at least consider it. Okay. Right. Yeah. We don't know. I know that I don't know, but he's, he definitely thinks that they ask things that they just, there's a, a method to it. Yeah, yeah. cold read. So anyway, I took, exactly. So mm. I told myself this, this woman on Instagram DM 
she knew. So then I met him. I said, that's, he's the one. Josh knows so much about everything or so little, just enough. <laughs> Josh Definitely. knows just, en- Josh knows just Josh enough. Josh knows what the fuck's going on. Josh knows just enough about everything to partake <laughs> at a level in a conversation that I can't even understand. It's the way that you said skill. cold reach, it's, how do you even know that term? It's a great skill. Josh, have you ever done one of those like celebrity readings? Like people who died in your family, like Tyler Henry or something? No, I've been asked. I don't even remotely believe in it, even a little bit. And it's because (laughs) it's born out of nerd history in my life. I'm such a magic guy. So I I love magic growing up. And as Jews, we love taking credit for other Jews. The great Harry, <laughs> the great Harry, Harry Houdini, aka his real name, Eric Weiss, which sounds like a guy we went to Hebrew school, Ben. With <laughs> wow, Eric Weiss. I wonder why he changed his name. Eric Weiss. When he, I didn't know that. When he died. Oh, oh, Eric Weiss. Well, but it was Eric Weiss. Yes, but he's a German, so it was Eric Weiss. No, no, I, oh, no, I understand, Weiss. but I didn't get the Eric Weiss. Okay, yes, continue. And he said to his wife when he was passing away, he was like, "Listen, I'm a magician, and it's like you know the early 1900s. People are gonna say like mediums and psychics and these mentalists are gonna say that they're like channeling me, right? Like they're they're talking to me beyond the grave. So let's have a code word." That <gasps> if they say the code word, you'll know it's me. And she said, mm-hmm. great. No one has ever gotten the code word. Wait, wow. I'm obsessed with him. That's like fun. I want my husband to do that when he dies. Yeah. yeah. I want to be like, what's our code word? Pineapple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Wait, that's fascinating. That's really. See, I try to believe that, you know, in a lot of cultures, there's always that like older, wiser person that has like a good intuition. Like I believe in intuition and maybe people can, people have been like, Oh, maybe you're a little psychic. And then I'll like go in a cab and I'll be like looking at the driver. Like, what is he thinking? (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, Oh, fuck it. And I give up after like three minutes. I'm like, this fucking taxi driver doesn't, isn't connecting with me on a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun to believe there may be someone who knows something about our purpose in life. Do you think, I don't mean to gender it, but I feel like, like Law & Order SVU, women tend to like psychics more. Why do you think that is? For sure. That's a great question. It's like why women like astrology. Do you guys believe in astrology? No. No. Do you play fantasy football? Uh, No. I have. I have. No. I've dabbled in fantasy football as well. I've dabbled. They're both both pretty similar. Tell me how. It's about positions, predicting what's going to happen the next week. Ah. Thinking it's real when it's Understood. not. <laughs> okay. okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, and I, I love guess. fantasy football, but I say everyone has their things that they the they try is. to make real. I joke also if maybe if you believe in astrology, you would know which quarterback is like gonna have a shitty week. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do better. <laughs> but um, I I guess astrology. It's like fun. I'm not a religious person. Mm. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I'm like half Jewish, half mutt. Actually, my my dad's dad got punched in the face by a rabbi when he was like seven years old and denounced religion, which was pretty badass. For what like, he do? That, he deserved it. Probably he was. Yeah. He was a you know a talker. <laughs> he deserved it. No, yeah. And then, and then <laughs> no, the nuns kidding. on the other side are slapping everyone. Like everyone's getting hit mm. on my family. So yeah, I grew up with like no religion. So maybe it's like the one thing where I like to be like, oh, for a second I could think like that's because I'm a Leo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know that we'll bring you into like you you could be well Judaism. Like I mean, 
I have You're dated. In. I've dated very Jewish guys in the past. Yeah. And the moms like accepted me. I obviously would have to convert, but yeah. like I dabbled. I also, when I went to Wisconsin, everyone was like, you're Jewish. Yeah, Jewish. I was exotic in Wisconsin. Yeah. I went yeah. to school, University of Wisconsin. Did you go to University of Wisconsin? Yeah, go Badgers. I didn't know that. Go Badgers. Yeah, I played tennis wow, there. Big state school. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not random for you because it's your life. Unbelievable tennis player. Oh, I, I know. Like I, just, I, I listened to that you was on my, Are You my Garbage? And it was really compelling. Oh my God, think it's so funny because I went on Are You Garbage ready to be like, I'm fucking garbage. And then I was like, I did grow up in Parksville, Brooklyn and I played tennis. So this is awkward. <laughs> but I am garbage. I think I'm a garbage human that happened to just pick a country club sport. I was yeah. playing in Brooklyn, like in like shitty venues all the time. So what are your thoughts on pickleball as a real, as a tennis player? Oh, good question. So I haven't played it yet because I'm afraid if I start... I'm going to get addicted. I'm going to want to go on tour. Like I have a lot of <laughs> friends who were former pros who are now playing. I'm like, my comedy career would go in the shit. I'd be like, who wants to play another game? I do think it's great. I feel like so many people would play tennis if it wasn't so fucking difficult. The sport is so difficult. Yeah. Mm. Like, Exhausting. you know how like guys will play football in college who never played football in their life, but they, they played basketball and they're just really athletic and they're like, you're six, seven and fast will put you on the team. Like tennis, I had to start at like six years old to get a full scholarship at 21. Like the skill set and the mental, it's so crazy in that way. Wow. But I do think it's similar to stand up, which is why I think I've been enjoying stand up because you're like alone out there. There's a lot of variables. But long story short, I think pickleball helps more people get involved in the paddle sports, which I love. Sometimes it's the sound is annoying for tennis players. Like if you're in your bubble mm -hmm. or and you're playing tennis and there's pickleballers next to you and it's just like doink, 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 doink. And you're like, I have a migraine already. Mm -hmm. Like I'm already stressed about mm -hmm. everything. And then sometimes they're converting tennis courts to pickleball courts, which I guess tennis players get upset about. Yeah. Um, I thought that you'd have a worse reaction to pickleball. You're a lover of all paddle sports. I, I love all paddle sports. I also think that I might Squash. get some fun charity yeah, I might get some fun charity pickleball gigs, I think, in the yeah. future. Oh, That's totally. what I'm toking on. So I support the pickleball There's, there's a lot of money in pickleball. Yeah, I support sure. it. I, I Go for yeah, it. Go, go all in. Pickleball. You'll crush it. I know David Dobrik was a tennis player growing up in high school. And, oh, I didn't know he was a tennis player. And now he's like pickleball. Not like you. like Not like pro-pro, but like, you know, he played, but, he played yeah. in high school. And he's pickleball obsessed. <laughs> and I think just in general, the obsession with pickleball, first of all, I just, I don't really believe in being competitive in anything that doesn't make you money. Like that kills me. I also find like, <laughs> I also feel like the toxic energy of men into sports, past collegiate sports is like, mm. if you, Get injured playing a sport in your 40s? Give up. Give up. No, but that's my husband. He's always injured. Like, he injured himself skiing, which I guess is a hobby. No one feels bad that's when you get cute. injured. That's cute. I'm skiing. That's, that's okay. He was trying to have fun. He was on a double black at 48, but I'm not going to get into it. Bless him. Um, Bless him. Scary. What, was it a wipeout? Oh, he fell for like a thousand feet. Like, just oh. rolled down the mountain. Ruined our ski vacation. It was so selfish and attention-seeking. <laughs> but no, you're so right. I think it's an ick when a guy has abs in his like late 20s or 30s and he's not a professional athlete. Oh, good. Like, what is yes? Ben. What is it for? Thank no, God. it's true. Thank it's, God. Thank God. Those guys, they're counting their micros and macros, which is like 
exhausting. They're judging you for what you're eating. Yeah. And it clearly like they're overcompensating for something that they have to have like 3% body fat, not for a, a reason. Unless you're making money from your abs. Why the fuck do you have abs? Totally. Amen. Because you, you don't need abs to be healthy. Clip you don't it. need abs to be healthy. Some would say it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. It's an unhealthy obsession to get down to that perfect scope. I do think, yeah, the extremes, neither are good. Neither are good. No. Yeah. If you see a guy with abs, you're like, so during the times you've been at the gym, you could have been in th therapy working on yourself. Could have. No, but I love you guys being like male voices in like... The body in, space. In the, in the semaglutide realm. <laughs> in the glutes. But in general, also just like talking about your weight. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's easy. When you're fat, you're comfortable talking about <laughs> like trying to get less fat. Yeah. And like these like ripped guys like don't want to admit that they're like injecting themselves. Josh and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. No, it's like, good that you're like talking the, about the it. The reason you look like that and I don't look like that is because you're doing something to your body that I'm yeah. not doing. Yeah. Injections, proteins. Co not collagen, what is it, creatine, all this random crap. Nobody looks like that just because it's normal. Yeah. You think, what was that guy's name, Josh? The Liver King? You think that <laughs> people look King. like the Liver King? Liver King just by going on the treadmill? No, it's not from like the 19 ox legs that he ate or like a, you know what I mean? Like a fox heart. Liver King like, is that's up why to he, his eyes and testosterone. It's sick. Is that why he looks like that? Like, why do you think gay guys have the best bodies? Excellent it's, it's honestly gay to have a six pack. Clip it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> by men the way, by having, the, you as a girl, you can men say having me, gorgeous bodies for the gays. You as a girl, you can say <laughs> me and Josh as me, straight men. We step back <laughs> and we appreciate. Yes. And we appreciate. <laughs> I'm really close to the gay community. Yeah. Well, we can, way, we have we have a wonderful person from the community, Marshall. Can we? Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, if you have a six-pack, you're gay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, my God. He gets it. See, he gets he it. He gets and it. And because Marshall said it, now we can all agree. <laughs> correct. <laughs> that is correct. Look, I agree with Marshall. If, our, if this podcast gets bigger, our next two hires, if we make sure they're diverse, this podcast is fucking bulletproof. We are going bulletproof. to have every voice represented. <laughs> We just need people to constantly gut check jokes with before we laugh. Like, but you know what? Is that cool, Jimmy? But it's yeah, good. all right. At least we're having conversations. These are important conversations between the straights and the gays understanding each other These and bringing are. them together. These are. Tyrone, did they like that? We're good. <laughs> but also, you, you guys are paying Marshall, so the power dynamic is a little weird. So I don't know if he's being forced to agree. Oh, Josh, that was good. Oh, oh, that was good. Oh, man. Oh, that was good. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply. 
And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. No, I was going to say, so you have a Netflix special. Oh, my God. Thank you. I actually, I forgot about it, but I announced it, but I don't film it till March. So I have exactly a month and it's my first ever special. Where are you filming it? In Philadelphia at the Fillmore. Hell yeah. Because I hadn't, I hadn't done shows in Philly in a while. The Fillmore's great. The Fillmore's great. Yeah. The Philly audience, they're, you know, they're loud. They love to chant. They're smart. They're just like passionate. So you just, and I'm filming two shows and then you pray. We awesome. pray to the astrological awesome. gods. It'll be great. It'll be great. Thank you. Well, Congrats. I mean, Claude's done Amazing. multiple specials. Yeah. So I want to talk to her about just the mental process of, because as a stand-up, yeah, I'm posting clips, but like I'm not doing a full performance that's recorded. And also the experience of watching stand-up on TV versus being in the room is different. Yeah. And then the editing process, it's a whole new thing, but I love creating and I'm interested in but the pro- I have to like pick a, a background like a I'm like I don't fucking know yeah. what the background should be so I'm I'm very excited just creatively it's experiencing just it's it. so cool it's such an amazing experience and mm-hmm. do you have the same set like are, or are you now going to pick from everything that you're doing and put together one sort of new show for the special or so how does that work for you basically I've been doing this hour for like a little over four years now, yeah. maybe in five, but what it's completely different than it was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Cause I keep cutting the fat, adding more, cutting the fat, adding more. So if you see my show the last couple of months, it's going to be pretty similar to what the special will yeah. be. Cause yeah, you're like touring this hour to make it as good as possible and then putting it out. Yeah. But art is never like done. Mm. So it's kind of like of in course. a month I just have to be like, and that's what, where we're like, I can keep tagging up every joke, but sometimes I find less is more like I'll try to add more stuff to it. And I'm like, no, it was way funnier when it was tighter and cleaner. So it's a, it's really like an A-B experiment all the time to see the reaction of the laughs. Yeah, because I was going to say, I watched Claude had, she had 55 shows mm-hmm. the same hour. And <laughs> I then, saw her in West Hampton, by and the then way. The, you saw, oh, you yeah. were at that show. It yeah. was the best. Yes. And then she did her special. And it's the same thing, even though the show is the same, the show is completely different. Yeah. And you're tinkering, 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 tinkering. You get to that big one mm-hmm. and then you're doing two, you said. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take the hope. Oh, maybe you just have one killer one. Maybe yeah. you have a better moment here, a better moment here. And it's then it's crazy. Just the and then I have to hope that my hair is the same and both. Yeah, make sure you don't change. Yeah, I'm so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so nervous. That would be a hilarious edit. <laughs> I shave my head in the second yeah. one. I'm like, can you tell? Can you tell? So yeah, there's all, and then like I do crowd work. Yeah. So, but crowd work is such like a golden egg where like sometimes the energy's just right. Like it's not regardless or sometimes crowd work's funny because I do callbacks throughout the whole hour. So you just never know. And I just, I'm going into every show just like trying to put in the work. Yeah. And then they said, if you do like, four shows it's almost too much content to choose from in the edit so they're like just toke on do two shows and you'll get it perfect how you want 
Um, Are you going to do yeah. anything Philly centric? Because there's a Cat Williams special. This is a Netflix special. Wait, he's my favorite. Bow down, bow down to the greatness that is Cat Williams. He does mm-hmm. 25 minutes on Jacksonville. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's talking about Jacksonville centric <laughs> jokes. Wait, that is so fucking funny. Because when you go to places, you try to like. Beforehand, you talk to the waiters or like you walk around a little and you're like, what are some funny things? And you throw it out in the beginning because you get the crowd kind of on your side. But they say like in specials, at the end of the day, only a thousand people are watching it from Philly. Like it'll be like it's everyone listening. So like you don't I'm not even going to say what's up Philly. I think I'm just going to say like what's up Netflix. But (laughs) Cat William doing that is so funny because like he was probably murdering in the room crushing because everyone's loving this and like you love the energy. I do have to say Cat Williams has the best ever start of a Netflix special. Do you guys know when he does the hustling routine? So good. So good. He walks in and they start playing hustling, hustling. He's like, turn it off. And then he starts this whole bit about hustling and the music. And also you had to pay money to get the rights to that music. So it was just the greatest. I think everyone should Google it. Cat Williams hustling. It's amazing. I'm and watching it right he's been this. an inspiration for me, which is sounds very random. But him and Chelsea Handler and Amy Schumer, I, all three of them, I think growing up really influenced me. And Nickelodeon. You guys are fucking hilarious. Oh, thank you. I- <laughs> Josh, Josh is like, I as Nickelodeon agree. I have nothing to do no. with Nickelodeon, and I, I don't. I'm not a fan of the company. I, I'm, I'm dying no. to know. It's funny. He goes, "Can you leave?" <laughs> no, I, but I appreciate the compliment. It's lovely, and I, I appreciate that people love the show. But I, um, I wanted to ask you because you brought up Amy. But shut up. <laughs> You brought up. I appreciate, but shut your mouth. You brought up Amy Schumer, who recently was on a Dear Media podcast, and I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts because I took issue with this. She was asked about Joe Coy, who is, I will say, a buddy of mine. What you said this to me yesterday, and I couldn't be honest with you. You are overly critical of Amy because you're boys with Joe Coy. Well, now continue. I just think in like I'm not a you comic. Guys are a married couple. <laughs> Thank you. No, you're a full married. He's couple. always honest with me, and I lo- I love him for it. Even if I hate you right now. No. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. Um, I feel defensive of comedians, and I feel like okay. it's a brother, it's a sisterhood. Like it's important that even. When someone oversteps, I love the fact that Shane Gillis is going to be hosting SNL and like is doing this full circle comeback from what you know he mm-hmm. went through years ago. Mm-hmm. And she basically was critical of Joe Coy. She felt like she was just throwing him under the bus, which I thought was like shitty because she's a comedian. And just in general, it's like we all know he had a tough night. It's like, but why continue to go after him a month later? So that I totally agree with. I totally agree with the idea that you don't need to speak negatively about anyone or anything. Like I would never on a podcast, for example, if I had a terrible sandwich, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you I had a terrible sandwich, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to tell you the place because I don't want to hurt that place's business. And the guy like, who weird. did it and his social security mm-hmm. number. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need to like, I don't family. need to like tank their business because of my shit kid sandwich. goes to school. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, similarly, like no, I, Josh, I agree it's unnecessary. Right. There is the comedy community is funny because a, I don't think we're that respected in like large scheme of the industry. Like it's like the first time a comic ever won like a golden globe, or something, like a standup. Like they just, the actors don't always appreciate the comedians. And I do feel like the comedy world can be really lonely standup comedy. So like we really do have to have each other's backs for sure. And I think a lot of comics when he had his tough experience with that, we were like, 
Yeah, but the gig is not easy. No, it's the not. The gig is not easy, especially if you were like last second asked to do it. It's but what not an she easy said, gig. though, which the only thing that I agreed with from that clip, I don't know if you've seen. The I clip. actually didn't see the clip. Okay, whatever. She said one thing, though, which I said in the moment that I thought Joe Coy did wrong, in my opinion, which is if you're bombing, you don't need to tell us that you're bombing because your writers suck. Like that was a part of like. You're also then, he threw them under the bus. Like those writers, he didn't say them by name, so maybe nobody knows who they are. But like she did directly comment on that, which I thought was like a little strange. Like if he didn't like the bit and I get that it was last minute, it's a, it was a whole cold You know what's kerfuffle. happening? He started bombing. And when you bomb, your your head gets really hot. <laughs> you start panicking. And in that moment, he like, we joked that he, it was like he was at a club doing crowd work. Like what the fuck's going on with you guys? Like, oh, you don't like that joke? Fuck you guys. Like it was very like, he went into his old joke mode that like comics will do. And whenever someone has a slip up of a word, like you have to have empathy for them. Like if he thought it through and wasn't in such high pressure, I don't think he would have said that. Right. But it definitely wasn't the right thing to say. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. But you know, um, you know, uh, Hannah, are you friends with Giannis, Giannis Papas? Yes, I love him. He's actually from the same place in Brooklyn as I am. Oh, yeah. You guys are both from Park he's Slope. He's from Park Slope. Because yeah. he's, uh, he's a buddy of mine. And what he said, his take on it after, like a week after it, and I realize we're now, I'm, maybe I'm making the mistake because I'm commenting six weeks after. But he said, <laughs> he listened back and he's like, the jokes were fine. He's like, he yeah. just wasn't confident because it was such an intimidating room and they weren't giving him love. And, but the jokes were like totally fine. Like he just, it was, he was undeserving of all the. No, Jan, Giannis is so right. The jokes were actually decent. He just had a panic moment and didn't handle the pressure maybe to the best ability that he wanted to or could. Sure. But like also, yeah, some people said, sometimes you watch this and as a comic, you're like, how do I learn from this? Cause that could be me tomorrow. <laughs> so like, I think if he had come in earlier, some people said with more self-deprecating bits because people didn't know who he was to be like, make fun of myself so then I can make fun of you. Because it's hard to out of nowhere be like, fuck you, you know, Morton Scorsese, like, fuck you. And it's like other people can do it who have been there, but it's harder. It's so intimidating to roast these famous people. But kind of similarly to the way that you describe what you're going to how you're going to prepare for your special. You're yeah. not going to say, Hey Philly. Yeah. Like, you're also catering to the millions of people at home that are watching. Yeah. And not everything like the perfect host, of course, does incredible crowd work. It's friends with all these people. Folks <laughs> fun. That's amazing. Right. You don't need to do that. Like you could have just done like a great set for the people at home. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, it just, I do think it's very hard when the audience is kind of turns on you and they kind of turned on him in the beginning and then it's hard to get them back yeah. in such a short time. And like also historically, the crowds there are known to be very hard. Like they're not there to laugh. Everyone's nervous. Their dresses totally. are too tight to laugh. They can barely sit. They all want to win. They want to make sure when the camera goes to them, they look hot. It's not an ideal comedy audience. But yeah, the the writer's joke was a perfect shit storm of for journalists to take and run with it jerks all of them jerks should we get to a speak pipe ben please so speak pipe is where we call our audience our, our fans morons so it's where the <laughs> morons call in and typically leave us a moronic question i love that yeah and here we go we'll give them some advice hey good guys just want to first off say how much i love your podcast and literally gets me in a good mood every time I listen to you in the morning before work. I'm calling in. 
I just recently started seeing this guy knowing that he would be leaving for work for seven weeks for spring training. And um, we had an instant connection, hung out multiple times before he left. He's been calling me and texting me, but I'm just kind of never been in this situation before where things start off so quickly in such a good way. He's mentioned that he only focuses on one girl, but I've noticed that he's definitely opened the dating app where he's at. Um, (laughs) What is your recommendation on like broaching the subject with him? Do I, do I not? Do I continue to date while he's gone and just kind of let the chips fall where they may? Anyway, really appreciate any advice you can give me from a guy's perspective. So she's dating Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, who's who has spring training? <laughs> baseball players. Yeah, baseball. no, ba- ba- baseball players. So I was going to say, like, you're dating a baseball player. Like, good, good on you. Oh, okay, fun. I guess it depends <laughs> on your goal. Depends on your goal. Well, it's fun. He probably has abs. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Baseball player. Baseball. True, baseball players don't really He's run. He's probably fat as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends his position. Um, yeah, it's just never good that he, like, if you're serious about the guy and he is probably dating other girls, like, that just stinks. Well, it's funny. I immediately, my red flag went off when he said, I'm the kind of guy who likes to date one girl at a time. She definitely just likes him because he's a baseball player. Like that that's that's it. Like she was very specific yeah. to say he's on spring training. Like, yeah. lady, we didn't ask. Also, like, don't do long distance after just meeting someone. Like, date other men until he begs you 100%. to just date him. Mm. And even if he begs you, he still could be cheating on you. Mm. So good luck. <laughs> I I couldn't agree more, Anna. That's what I was gonna say, is that I think people fuck it up in this time. It is such a glorious time when you have potentially met someone great, but you guys aren't <laughs> Facebook official yet because it's like you Hot. enjoy yourself, date other people, sleep around, get it in, Papa. It's like when I tell like parents <laughs> who are like about to give birth in a couple of months, I'm like travel because like it's going to be a couple years so you can travel again. It's like. Go hook up with other people because it's going to be a couple years till you'll want to do it again and have to secretly do it. And that's annoying. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No, but yeah, crush is so fun. Yes. You can get obsessed with it and you make this idea in your head if he's all these things because he's not even there. So you could literally create a whole AI perfect boyfriend in your head. But I do think... Continue to talk to other people so you don't become obsessive over the idea of this man that you've only been with like twice. Yeah. How long has she been with him? Did she say? She didn't say. Actually, I didn't get the feeling it was a long, long time. Because like, what do you guys think? I, I think like, I think if you become boyfriend, girlfriend within the first month, you're headed for disaster. Like, I think that's like a two yeah. to three month decision. For sure. Right? I would agree. I would For agree. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And I, I am starting to think, though, that this woman, like, <laughs> fucked a baseball player once and, like, won't leave him alone. And, like, <laughs> and like he, like, went off to spring training. He's like, I'm leaving. Bye. She's like, can we, like, let's stay together. Let's stay in touch. Because she, like, liked that he's a baseball player. But, like, and he, like, secretly, like, tried to, like, push things away by saying, like, yeah, I'm only going to talk to you, but also other girls. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he was, like, trying to be, like, nicely. Yeah. And not- the fact that she's checking his dating app stuff like she deep down knows that he's 
And he could be the guy for her long term. But right now it's too early to know. You got to keep talking to other people so you don't become crazy just being like, what is he doing? Too early to know. Too early to become obsessed, even though it's so easy to become obsessed in the early stages because you have no information. Hannah, what's the hierarchy of athlete that someone would want to hook up with? Like, what's number one and what's number, I don't know, seven? Great question. (laughs) That is such a good question, Josh. You know, I dated football in college and I've been pretty open about how I was doing fully CTE charity for free. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) they couldn't read he tried to get me go to bible study um and i was like that's crazy you can't read so and i like i didn't want to go in the church i thought it was creepy and i was like why are you praying like god's not rooting for the badgers like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah it it wasn't great but he was hot and tall and big and everyone should experience that like even you guys you would love that shit Mm -hmm. but i do think football players i don't i think i would never put my child into football because he would get concussions where he would see like purple. Like he'd go to the wrong sideline, but he wouldn't tell his coach because he's trying to get recruited to go pro. So they play on concussions. And like, next thing you know, you're murdering an entire family. So like, I just, and I'm raising awareness on it. Seriously. So football guys are a no for me. I support Taylor Swift and <laughs> Travis Kelsey. As long we as he gets to. his brain, brain checked we have weekly. To, <laughs> but we support, we support. A lot of them are, tra- like they travel a lot. So you either have to like, it's just not an ideal life to be married to one of them because mm-hmm. you have to one day they wake up and they go, mm, change the kids school. We're going to D- Detroit tomorrow. It's not great. And then their bodies are just worn down and then they have identity crisis once they retire at like 32, 33, 37, whatever it is. Tennis players, narcissists, golfers, narcissists, baseball players, honestly, are probably the chillest because they don't really run. They don't have to exert. Yeah. I know the hockey guys are the worst. Why? Like the absolute no. worst. No. <gasps> Yeah, I want to know. Hockey guys are by Hockey far the worst. Are, like my that's mom? a good blue collar sport. No. Yes. No, 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 no. It's no. Canadian. They're so friendly. No. <laughs> I, they are friendly. I'll give you that. They are friendly. So how hockey guys at a certain age, instead of going to college, they go to this thing called junior college where a bunch of horny guys come together mm. and they like feed off each other and like learn all these fucking fuck boy tactics. So by the time they go to college, everyone's 18 and they're freshmen at like 22. So that's fucking weird. Mm. And then they like are all like weirdly experienced and they just play video games and like play hockey together. They all have chlamydia. They're missing teeth. They also have concussions. And there's a very weird, yeah, like camaraderie of assholes that it brings. So baseball one, hockey 10. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then yeah. everything else goes in between. Yeah. And basketball guys, honestly, I love them, but honestly, being with a guy that's that tall gets a little annoying. It's like being with someone who's so famous. I mean, you guys would know. <laughs> like every, every time they walk in a room, someone's like, "You're so tall," and it's like we know. Like everyone has to comment about their height, and it becomes very annoying. Yeah. And then he can't sit in certain cars, and you're like, "This is becoming like." actually hindering my lifestyle yeah Yeah. my brother i could see my brother-in-law is (laughs) six eight and it's it's he's a he's a tall boy it kind of ruins the mood sometimes six eight (laughs) yeah does he play sports he did he was he was uh qb1 at fresno state oh what is their thing are they dogs go dogs yeah is there any school that isn't the dogs they're all go dogs they're all right (laughs) sometimes they spell d-a-w-g and sometimes d-o-g when in doubt Go dogs. Go dogs. Yeah. Should we do another speak? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's get into. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yes. yes. That's right, guys. Okay, uh, here we go. Hello, Josh oh and Ben. Just a simple moron here looking for a little bit of advice. So, well, number one, Josh, if I hear my voice for a single second and you skip it and go, this is stupid, I'll be pissed. Sorry, we're going to move on to the next one, guys. I just, uh, I just can't. I can't with some people. Let's hear from Sam. I knew was going to do that. Hi, Josh and Ben. Um, keep this quick. My biggest fear is literally being roasted by you guys. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for about a year now, and his mom is getting remarried in May. They have a very complicated dynamic. She wasn't really around for him growing up. She's since sober and is marrying someone part of her sober community and seems like she's, you know, turning a lot of her more harmful behaviors around. But my boyfriend and her are still kind of figuring out their dynamic and relationship. I'm personally not her biggest fan just from everything I feel like my boyfriend's gone through and grew up with so at like family gatherings I'm not like the most talkative with her I'm kind of like colder I don't really like go out of my way or make much of an effort with her just because I'm always like picturing kind of this childhood that my boyfriend grew up with but ahead of her wedding I'm wondering if you guys have any advice of whether that's just like not my battle to fight if I need to just kind of like maybe let a lot of it go or if it's not really going to make a difference either way what I do or I just like kind of don't want to hold on to unnecessary like grudges that aren't mine but also like still be a loyal and loving partner and I have talked to my boyfriend about this obviously but I would love the good guys take thank you guys wow was that Misha Barton because it sounded like the plot of season one of the OC (laughs) like Like, People are running out questions. They're just yeah. They're just like taking <laughs> plots from shows. Like, need I think advice. that was a good like, question. Like, it was a really good question. Very deep. Oh man, let's unpack. Uh, <laughs> totally not your place. Right. Let him do what he's gonna do with his mom and like be there for him. But like, you don't know his mom. You don't know what he's gone through with his mom. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it was. A it lot. sounds like she does right? know, and, which is part of why she's holding a resentment. But how could she really know? Sure. Like, sure, she knows from the outside. But I'm saying, like, at mm-hmm. least from the way that she explained it, it sounds like he had a very, very difficult yeah. childhood. She wasn't there for his childhood. Yeah. And there's such a, a relationship with a, a guy and his mom. Like, you're going to so love your mom no matter what. So complex. You're going to love your mom no matter what, even yeah. if she hurt you. And from an outsider's perspective, it's like, why don't you cut her off? Or why don't you do X, Y, or Z? Like, uh-huh. it's your mom. And embrace that she gave him mommy issues that, for whatever reason, made him attracted to you. Mm. Shots, shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't mean, but like as in the universe, she was part of it that brought him closer to you. Yeah. Sometimes guys will want healing in certain ways. Well, maybe that's because she's a fixer. Maybe, maybe, she, maybe I mean, he wanted to fix her because he had yeah. a, the opposite of that. I right? could see some resentment towards the mom if she felt like I'm like raising this guy, depending on how long she's been with him. But I do agree with you in that if you want to be a good partner, adding to the drama and adding like separate beef that you're having with the mom is like probably not helpful at all. What was the question though? So the mom's like doing better. She's getting married. Yeah. And she's like, how do I handle the wedding? And like, what do you I mean just, go? Like, I think. Don't, you said don't go? No, go. Go, for sure, go. Like, she's 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 doing better. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like the mom is in the best place she's been in a very long time. Yeah. And there's not a ton for her to do, right? Totally. Uh, or did I miss something, No, Josh? you're right on. Yeah. 
one thing I've learned in my old age and wise age is that, yeah, holding on to resentments just like wastes your own energy. And like if you're positive and like you're rooting for her and it's not like she she clearly wasn't sober when she made these mistakes. Yeah. And um, having a little empathy, I think, goes a long way. And it wasn't it's not your fight to fight, you know. Now you're fighting. Hundred percent. I think you also. It's hard when you love someone. I actually find that it's easier for me to hold the resentment of if I feel like my yeah. wife has been betrayed by a friend. Like she's quicker to yes. forgive them than I am. But it's totally not her fight. Although I, it's funny. I do have a buddy who has, um, whose brother has just like over the years been like a disappointment, and like will come in and out of his life. And so now when the guy does come back into his life and we're all together, I'm just kind of aloof, you know, like, but here's the thing. That guy ain't in my life. Like, I don't really care. And it's funny. I once said to my buddy, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm kind of a jerk to your brother, but it's because like, I just feel like he's been a fucking dick to you. And my buddy goes, no, I love it. And I was like, sick. <laughs> I was like, no problem, brother. <laughs> Yeah, that's like if a guy you're dating or someone you're dating does something and you tell your parent or your best friend and then you have to, it's like they'll never get over it. Like my mom would be like, I'm over him. And I'm like, oh yeah, like totally. they'll completely take sides because they see it from a very clear perspective. But yet it's her putting herself in his shoes and realize at the end of the day, he wants love from his mom. But that's why you have to be very careful with what you tell the certain yes, people. Yes, for so sure. You, great like, point. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just gossip for me to you. Mm -hmm. But if I know you well enough, if I share that gossip with you, it's so bad. Oh, my God. So bad. Some people can't handle all the gossip. I once and had, you need to know who you're talking to what about. I once had bad drama because a friend in college told me, like, she broke with her boyfriend and was telling me all this drama about how she thought he was, like, dumb and <laughs> annoying. And I'm just like... That's hype girl. I'm like, he's fucking stupid. He's annoying. He's and they were continuing to fight. And she's like, yeah, Hannah thinks you're fucking stupid and annoying too. Oh, that's happened to me and then, too. <laughs> and then they get back together and we're all sitting at like lunch. And I'm like, he's mad at me. And I'm like, why the fuck does he is he mad at me? And he goes, She's like, Well, you called him stupid and annoying. And I was like, cause you said I was supporting you in that moment. You were gassing her up. Yeah. <laughs> And she threw and she threw you down a flight of stairs. Yeah, and I was like, you said it too, but you guys are like fucking, so it's different. But yeah. like, is he not stupid and annoying? Dude, Hannah, you are doing such a public service. <laughs> do not comment. <laughs> do not be there for a friend when they're in a breakup. You can't. I once did that for, for my buddy who's literally married to a famous actress. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I, if only, if only I could say it. And I, I hope they're listening because the truth is you guys are mean because he <laughs> he had just gotten out of a bad relationship like the person was awful and then he got into a new relationship with this person and they were having their ups and downs as people do so me trying to be like his boy I was like be done with it forget her she's the wackest blah 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 they get back together Josh is no longer a friend I am out of the friendship I have been pushed out mm. and uh yeah. yeah that's all I'm gonna say because I I don't know if they listen they hate no listen. I do think you learn in the future when someone vents about their boyfriend you go look I just want you to be happy I just want you to be happy. So if he's not making you happy right now, I support that. But once you get into the personal stuff, like, yeah, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> then it gets hard. But I get passionate with my friends, you know? Yes. I'm like, yeah, because you're a good friend. You want to make your friend feel good. But yeah, then our friends are stuff. jerks. Yeah. Throw us under the bus. Yeah. It's terrible. Because during a fight, they could say anything. Yeah, Hannah thinks it too. Yeah. So I'm not crazy. Hannah thinks it too. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Should we get to our what are you nuts, Ben?
We should. We should. Josh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I briefed Hannah. She's she's ripping and ready. <laughs> I love that. Sure, I'll go. I'll go first. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, our what are you nuts moment of the week is um, any gripe, any issue you have with people, places, and and things. It can be big. It can be small. Mine is with these fucking these pizza day of the year, hot dog day. <laughs> it's donut day. <laughs> Okay, Sebastian <laughs> Maniscalco. <laughs> sounded so much These like These are made-up days. They mean nothing. <laughs> they are worse than Hallmark holidays because the other day, my son, my beautiful son, he's so basic. He's in the mood for pizza. <laughs> I say, no problem. I, I have to do it as Sebastian. <laughs> I go, no I go, I get you pizza, my son. So I go, it's actually a Godfather impression. So I go to my local pizza joint, shout out Prime Pizza. The place is overrun like I've never seen. It looks like a Costco the day after COVID, okay? It's nuts. And I'm like, what is going on here? They go, you don't know? I go, what? They go, it's National Pizza Day. Everyone's having pizza. I was like, they got my order wrong. They missed things. And who could blame them? They had 9,000 orders. What are you, nuts? Enough with these national nuts. days. Every day is Nuts. National Pizza Day, if you believe. <laughs> yeah, if you want it to be. Every day is National Pizza Day. I used to believe. be a social media manager where I, it was like a t-shirt company. And I would try to see like what gets engagement. And I got one of those lists of like what each day is. Every fucking day. It's like, it's Q-tip day. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, it's Q-tip day. And I'd have to like post something for it. The truth is, I blame the Jews. <laughs> it's the Jews in social media and marketing roles that They're are smart. looking to just make a dollar today. <laughs> And so they named today National Pickle Day or Pizza Day or Donut Day or Dog Day or Cat Day. Sassy Schroeder made her own day. Did she? What's it called? What's it called? We love her. It's um outfit of the day day. Love or something. it. OTD. Smart. OTD. Day. See? The day. Smart. Smart. Genius. Get get your bag. <laughs> uh, my what are you nuts moment happened to me this morning. Every trip to the airport, every time you hop on a plane, it's the oh, no. ultimate what are you nuts moment. This morning, woke up at six. Flights at eight, eight o'clock, get on the plane, boarded at 7.20, I'm sitting on the plane. Waitress comes up to me. I happen to be in first class. Waitress comes up to me. That was just a sad comment. Waitress comes up to me. She's like, you want something to drink? Now at 7.20 in the morning, what does everybody want to drink? A cup of coffee. Everybody wants a cup of coffee. Sir, what would you like to drink? Oh, could I have a cup of coffee? Sorry, we don't have coffee right now. Not ready yet. I said, okay, no, I don't need anything else. She goes to the person behind me. I overhear, sir, would you like something to drink? Sure. I'll have a cup of coffee. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We don't have any coffee. Goes to the next person. Sir, what would you like to drink this morning? I'd love a cup of coffee. Oh, I'm so sorry. By the third person, you'd think that you qualify that they don't have any coffee. So first and foremost, it's nuts of her, right? What are you nuts for not having hot coffee the second that you get on a 7.30 a.m. flight? And by the way, the fourth person, he overheard the first three. She said, sir, uh, what would you like to drink this morning? He said, I'll take a whiskey on the rocks. Hell yeah. Mm. Because he had enough of this woman. Mm -hmm. No coffee, no coffee, <laughs> no coffee. It's the only thing people want at 7.30 in the morning. And hot take. And the fact that he's in severe withdrawals, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had the shit. He had the shakes. I think you're nuts for yeah. trying to order coffee on a plane at 7.30 because I want to fall asleep. There are two types of people. Okay. There's the sleeper. Mm -hmm. And there's the productive plane person. Mm -hmm. When I get on a plane, 
beginning to end, uh-huh. I'm productive. Really? Yeah. I love that time because nobody can call me. Yes. I have like a basically like a block on my calendar to get through work, be creative, do whatever. I'm doing, I'm on. But there are people yeah. that are like, I'm ass. I'm a sleep. literal baby. The second I'm in a moving vehicle, I'm like, <sighs> and I also in, in the stand up tour, it's like you do shows at night, get home late, can't fall asleep. You're all buzzed up. Next morning, I have to jump on a flight for the next show. It's like my only time to rest. Yeah. But Kelsey Cook, who's a funny comedian, has a great bit about she likes to work and write jokes on planes. And she took out her notepad because some stand up yeah. right to physically write down. She's writing. And this old man next to her was like, I love the fact that you're still, you know, writing with a pencil. It's so beautiful and <laughs> reminds me of the past. And she's like, literally, literally did he know I was writing semen jokes <laughs> <laughs> right next to him <laughs> about blue balls and coming on guys coming on my face. Um, <laughs> so funny. But you're right. There are two types of people on the plane. And yeah. when I am productive on a plane, I feel like I'm like cheating time. Exactly. So I get it. But yeah, I'm not a coffee girl. No. And I also have never, ever, ever, ever fallen asleep on a plane. <gasps> I know it's hard. I'll horrible. fall asleep. I will I fall can't. asleep immediately. I can't. I can't. It's just your demons. I, I can't. The voices. I can't do it. Yeah. But Josh, the second do you my sleep head. Yeah. The second my head is an actual pillow, I'm asleep. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. It's a I skill. Do, I do. But whenever I do this, yep. and I do yep. eye mask and night guard, and I yep. and I I You're cross out. arms like this, <laughs> and I cross legs. Yep. Yep. You wake up, your lower back hurts. You don't know why, but you feel fucking amazing. I love it. But sometimes if I'm on like a overnight that you're like, I need to get a good sleep. You won't sleep. I'll get anxiety and I'll be like, fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What's your Woody yeah. antenna? You know, actually, when I was on the Uber coming over, I saw a post by a designer, Jacques Mousse. Are you guys familiar? No. Claude Wood. Mm. And Paige. Mm. Jacques Mousse? Jacques Mousse. Okay. So it's a fancy designer and they're collaborating with Nike. So they made this bag that's basically the Nike swoosh, but it's like so thin, like it's a, you can't put anything in it. Mm. And that's when I had to put my foot down. And I feel like it's, if we're going to fight the patriarchy, how are we going to do it when we are buying thousands of dollars of bags that we can't even put things in? Mm. We're fighting against each other. Mm. And it's, I don't, I think it's like tricking women to like put their hard earned cash into, and they're like, oh, but it's designer. It's beautiful. It's a collection. What? No. No. I don't get it. Or at least get a fake one. No one knows. No and one no knows. one cares. No one knows. And maybe I grew up where like my family wasn't very knowing about designer and stuff. So I haven't fully embraced it. But like sometimes I just feel like it's not. That's why there's a wage gap because we're spending our money on stupid shit. We are too. <laughs> I can attest. We are too. We're all we're all spending our money on stupid shit, and you know whose fault it is again? The Jews. <laughs> and it, the Jews are creating these campaigns. Yeah, I did see a funny TikTok where they were like, "Can we stop with the trends? Like, we're going too far. Where we've run out of trends that people are like, oh yeah, capris with like you know hunting gear on, like just saying crazy shit. And it's like, can we just for like." enjoy a trend for like two months no because there's more money to be made with yeah. a new trend yeah. it's the rat race of creating yes money and of I, creating I, products I, to make money I'm so like that nike you. bag it's virality yeah by the way nuts totally agree you have a bag you can't put anything in the definition of what are you nuts yes. what's the point what's the point and why then not make a month, pin make a pin and the month nike could be canceled totally so true. what do you think of what do you think of pins pins dangerous flare cool. i prefer to it's call a, them flare 
<laughs> it's so true, dangerous. I wonder the. I wonder how many women a year stab themselves in the boob trying to put like on a, a brooch pin. in the boob. Yeah. What did you say in the bush? <laughs> oh, did they call it like brooches? A bro oh, uh, what is it called? A, it's not a brooch. A brooch. brooch? A brooch. A brooch. Sorry, a brooch. I'm so uncouth. I thought you said in the bush. I'm like, what kind of vaginal <laughs> no, pin are you, you talking about? If you have a fake boob, you could pop it. <laughs> you could fuck. You could pop a fake boob. Oh, so oh. true. Yeah. Scary. Once I had a trainer who was all upset one day and he was like, don't ever get fake boobs. Like my my girlfriend popped her fake boob with a key accidentally. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Like, it's dangerous in these streets. It's dangerous. Or, like she shut a door on her boob or something about <gasps> the car. We should ask Terry Dubrow, Josh. Oh, shout out Terry, <laughs> the best. I could spend another five hours with him. And Hannah, I could spend another five hours with you, but here we are. Thank here we you. are. You, is there Thank anything you, you want to plug? Oh yeah, thank you guys for having me. If you like good guys, you'll love Giggly Squad, just like you like totally. the toast. And also, Burner Phone is a pod I have with my husband, Facts. which is very fun. And yeah, follow me on the socials. Wow. Netflix special, we're very excited for you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Uh, as always, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Josh's YouTube. Share it with a friend. We are 4.9 out of five stars for a reason with thousands and thousands of reviews <laughs> oh. because this podcast is we fantastic. We need the reviews. Keep and the reviews up. We need more of them, but I'm just saying, if you have a two-star review to leave, leave it on Giggly Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Get away from us. We only need the fives. We only need the fives. So if Isn't you didn't it like- funny that the reviews are only five or one? There's yeah. no in between. Yeah, and if you didn't like our podcast, <laughs> so you true. always like our podcast. It was Hannah's fault. Leave her a bad review. Then, like, yeah, it wasn't, it clearly wasn't us. Front. It wasn't us. No, five stars, five stars. If not, what are you, nuts? And uh, Hannah, thank you so much for Thank coming. you for having me. You guys are the best. Very fun. Yeah, we're good. You're good. You're good. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.